I want him to be Marlon's man. Do y'all know who that is? Is this one of the Wayne's brothers? Mm -hmm. Is that a Wayne's brother? Got a flag. Got a flag. It's all those cold winners, man. They just don't know what to do with themselves. I got a punch and fuck everything. Got a flag. Tell him, got a flag. Time to find cheap, outdated jerseys like the one I'm wearing right. on eBay. Got a flag. Tell him, got a flag. Seven a week. One size fits all. What about me? This don't fit on me at all. Episode 103 of Throw the Flag. Not 112. No. As we left last week. Uh, we're recording a little bit early this <laughs> week. Is great. For two reasons. Yeah. Because we are super <clears throat> emo, baby. And we got some hot topics. <laughs> so many hot topics. Y'all want a Riverdale shirt? You're in the right Oh, there's place. Riverdale merch? Oh, I need sure to get oh yeah. yeah. I was baby. I bought a Ooh. ton of it for my daughter Ooh. for Christmas, and I was a Christmas hero. Oh, she, is she into the Jughead or like a uh, Archie? <laughs> She's really fucking with Jughead. Mm -hmm. Does he wear like the dumb crown in the actual show? Nah. Oh, dude, it's a wool. It's a wool. Yeah, hat it's like a beanie like sort crown. of God. contraption. How in the world did this get? The, I understand that's popular sure. and like made people a lot of money they, so far. But like, how in the world? They just made it more teen focused. You know, just and it's hot a drama. Teens, hot like it, teens will hot comma. teens will do that. That's, Tell me about yeah, it. Yeah, sells the merch. <laughs> What'd you ever see? I mean, fucking Southside Serpents, dude. They're yeah, I was I was really into the first season for like four or five episodes. Then I just I just stopped watching. What's a Southside? Surfer? They're like serpents. It's like a gang serpents. of motorcycle thugs. <laughs> and they are like in some bad You know what's stuff. hard? You hey, know it's like Shawnee, Sean, Sean, buddy. Ahead. This ain't your daddy's riverside. <laughs> I you know what's really hard and super tough? When like a bunch of thugs get together and like make a logo and call themselves a name. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if it's animal based. How they can unify, man. <laughs> Yeah, but Jughead's dad is like in the Silver Serpents or whatever. Oh shit! Yeah, uh -huh. and I think they killed yeah. a guy or Jughead's something. Jughead's troubled. Do you, they did? Do you remember the guy. episode of? My daughter told me he deserved it. Though. Oh, well, that makes sense. They deserve it. They deserve it. So they, um, she said they weren't dealing drugs. Do you remember the episode of Seventh Heaven where like that guy raped all those kids? <laughs> that, yeah, that one girl was in a gang. And she had like a belt buckle that said "little baby" or something, something like that. Something like that, yeah. Wah wah wah, bitch of a little baby. <laughs> um, well, we're not talking about football right now. Uh, well, there's only one game left. We know what the season we is almost over. Season's almost over. I, I always forget when our when our season, when yeah. season two of Throw the Flag ends. Mm -hmm. We'll say this is the season finale. Of this Throw is the oh, Flag. that's that okay? seems appropriate. Ep episode one hundred and three, yes. the mm -hmm. week before yes. the. Even though I think the yes. our first episode was the, the week before. Yeah, the but you know what? Yeah, hey, 
seasons change. We get to make the canon ourselves, baby. It's true. It's true. And this is nothing but canonical. We're recording early for two reasons this week, because you are going to the national championship. Yes, I, free, am going to the national championship game. (laughs) Uh, And so I won't be there with a microphone or any of the sort of the setup. So we're going to knock this one out. So that's reason number one. Um, When you go to, can you like record yourself, like uh, giving your thoughts? Like maybe oh, when you slip off and go to the bathroom. Uh, well, I've heard like the lines there are insane. Oh, I'm sure they are. But there, free, the, there's free nobody going to be I'm at the game. So no I don't know. Gonna go I don't know how it's going to pan out. I just want you to know, expect nothing from your stadium experience at Levi's it's Stadium. Very generic, vanilla ish. Yeah. It is plainest Janest that ever was. I hope to God you're not sitting anywhere in the lower bowl, or it's going to be a 35 minute walk for you to get to. A bathroom. Oh no, I'm I'm it in the upper bowl, and hopefully I can move over like lamest. three or four sections. Like <laughs> yeah. once we see it's empty, so. tickets are going down. Just yeah. the lamest place I've ever. Been oh, you've to, been there, especially huh? for a new stadium. I I was there for WrestleMania ah, um, a few yeah, years yeah. ago, and it, the thing it was brand new at yeah. that point. I mean, they might have had a year worth of the Niners in there, but I mean, there's just nothing. There's nothing around it. There's nothing to it. It's there's there's not like a restaurant nearby, like awful. a Bon Chan or a Chili's or <clears throat> bon TGIF Chan. or there nothing. Is, there's nothing worth a damn. <laughs> I mean, I'm, they'll sell food in, in, in the state. Yeah, but you know, $20 Where are you hot staying, dog. Free? Uh, I, I have one of my brothers who lives out in Santa, San Marcos, some, San Carlos, something okay. to the west right. of well, San Jose. So I'm not going to be in San Francisco proper before the game. Well, you're uh, shit. You might as well not be or be prepared for a four hour trek. Yeah, yeah, I've heard that too. On a Monday, yeah, it's it's nowhere. It's it's a thousand miles from nowhere. Just I tell you what, free. If it was me, dude, here's what I'd mm-hmm, do: mm-hmm. I download an app and I just go sit in the old candlestick park and watch it. From <laughs> <there>. <laughs> uh, reason number two that we are recording early this week: we're recording on Wednesday, January second. I like to call it Best Friends Day, and here I am with mine. Oh, oh thanks, come guy. on, man! Making the shy shot come out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, <laughs> is so much shit. Goddamn, happened the second after oh we God, stopped what recording. What a New Year's yeah. Day! Like twenty minutes after we stopped recording, Mark Rick retires. Yep. After Evil Mark after Rick someone says, was done fingering done him in the bathroom, he he was he was ready to roll. <laughs> oh, 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 I feel like we did this. Oh, 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 oh. We did this. Yeah, right? we fingered him in the bathroom. Yeah. Um, Mark Rick, I'm re- gonna finger bang you right into retirement. Mark Rick retired after three years, which I could have sworn it was two. Um, could have swore it was two. Would have lost money on that. Um, in uh, at Miami, not not a fantastic record. Mark Rick had in Coral Gables. Um, he was yeah. They were he had a, a sandwich of a of a career there. Like I think two seven and six seasons, and then last year they sort of shocked the world before they fell apart. Twenty six and thirteen overall. Nine and four. Ten and three. Seven yeah, and six. Yeah. Um, won the won their division. Yeah, they lost to Clemson last year in the ACC championship game. Got blown off the field. Um, got blown out in their final game. Yeah, the pinstripe bowl against Wisconsin this year. Uh, 31 to 3, I believe the score was. So Lodge. Remember when they exposed Notre Dame? Oh yeah, for sure. Remember that? Yeah, but everyone exposes like, Notre Dame. God, everybody. Everybody. Does. Exactly. Does. Um, but think about how different the world was for Mark Richt. Uh, almost, you know, a year ago. Was that a year ago? Was that last year? It was year? last was season, yes. Year? Last year. They started year, out 10-0. Expo- they undressed Notre Dame, 
on national TV. The U is back. Everybody's chunking it up. Miami was my side piece this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, let's let's see if we can get through everything that's happened in the past three sure, or four days. Sure, so that was big. And if we do have yeah. time, we'll try and get a um, <clears throat> to our, our recap of the mm-hmm. season and everything. But um, so Mark Richt left, and the first person that Miami went to to find their new head coach was Temple head coach of 23 days, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Manny Diaz, <laughs> the former Mi- Miami's defensive coordinator this year, who just lost, who just gave up 31 points mm-hmm, to Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Manny Diaz turned around, went straight back to Coral Gables, and I mean, should should that even be, I mean, I don't know how you disallow something like that. But like, man, these kids that my that Manny Diaz like recruited, yeah, are pretty, they? Do they are they let out of their letter of intent? Uh, pretty dirtbag move. No, I don't. I don't think yeah. so. Pretty lame. I don't think they are. I mean, these people that Mark Rick recruited, yeah, yeah, because technically their their coach didn't transfer. Yeah, they have not enrolled yet, so they they don't fall under the transfer rules in that way. Um. No, they're not. I think they're they're stuck. Um, the but good for them, right? Free screw those. Hey, players, you know what? Uh, when you sign on the dotted line, you got to know what you're signing up for. You don't don't uh, don't decision. sign unless you're ready to dine out at the dining hall on campus. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they get free food. It works for me. So. It works for me. <clears throat> um. The only other big coaching change, uh, well, the uh, coach firing in the, in the past couple of days was Major Applewhite was also fired that day. Yeah, from the University of Houston. And surprise, they their first choice, Dana Holgerson from West Virginia, decided to go from a power five to a group of five. Yeah. Um, team is that a is that a lateral move is it i a, think there's that oil money in texas it's it's not it's not even oil baby i can tell you whose money that is it is my favorite college booster one tillman frittata spending that fish money spending that landry's cash tillman spending that morton's money there was a uh there's a uh thread on reddit uh-huh. a thread it if you will mm-hmm. about um <clears throat> about what are what are what are establishments in our hometown of Huntsville that you're surprised are, are still there <clears throat> and someone said Landry's is that Landry's still open by the Space and Rocket Center yeah. I think so yeah I I've never even eaten there it's been there for I think I've been there once. something years it's not least. it's not good food but hey if they want to sponsor us I think they sure, have the best combo in the world. Yeah, they got the movie theater sign out front for some reason. Sure, you know? absolutely. Get that marquee <laughs> out there. Give us a plug. Is that a... I mean, going to Houston, fresh start, whatever. But, I mean, you know, he... He had brought West Virginia to a place where they were in the national conversation. Sure. At, at least at the beginning yeah. of every year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were in the playoff hunt for a, for a week sure, or two this, yeah. this year. And that's about as good as you can... They were. They they were that under Rich Rod too. They never are going to crack through, but they were always right there. Um, for me, it's I think lateral is lateral is probably about as bad as it can get. But I mean, you're moving from a rural area in whatever in Boonesville, Morgantown. West Charles Morgantown, uh, Hillbilly Junction, Mountain Holler. Butcher holler. Um, you're moving from that area to a major uh, metropolitan area. Um, you got a raise. Yeah. Um, you are. You are. While you're not in a, the 
power five anymore, you're certainly right on the doorstep. If you go undefeated, then you're the next UCF. Um, and Houston, if Houston had beaten Oklahoma and Louisville that year, um, a couple years ago when Tom Herman was still there, they might have made the playoff. Um, and it's a, like I said, you get a fat ass raise, and you get all them kick ass Landry's discounts and Morton's discounts, coops, and you can say, yeah. "What's their specialty there? Do they have like the cheese biscuits, like Red Lobster, or anything, <laughs> anything that's so. signature, like for free?" You know, it's it's uh, cre it's Creole Creole uh, Cajun style food. <laughs> uh, um, I, don't, I don't like seafood. It's not, so that it's would not be, Creole style. Like it's not Cajun no, like style seafood. food at all. It's seafood. I do without it. <laughs> Actually, I do do without it all the time. I love I love seafood. I I usually like shrimp until I realize I'm just eating ocean like roaches, baby. And uh, then I just uh, <laughs> put the yeah. cocktail sauce. But aside. and I mean, like Dana had done everything he was going to do at West yeah, Virginia. Correct. If he couldn't crack through with the best quarterback the school's ever had, he ain't cracking through. I think it. I actually think it is a a positive move for both. Sides. Yeah, I think yeah. It, amicable, um, definitely. And there's probably less pressure. Let him walk. Them, to be oh, honest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Houston, we don't well, have a problem. I don't, <laughs> I don't know if there's less pressure well, because they, they, Major they Applewhite was not there yeah. long. Mm-hmm. Um, and Tillman ain't spending that money and, and not expecting a return on it. That's one thing I've learned from Billion Dollar Buyer, the Tillman Furtada show. Tillman is here to get that ROI, baby. You know a lot if about this Tillman guy. <laughs> Literally I never heard of him. Love that show. Me either. I have, I have zero he, knowledge long story until short. three minutes ago. Long story short, he has a show on, I believe, CNBC called Billion, Billion Dollar Buyer. Mm-hmm. It is. I'm always there. You you know what they call me. They call me a little CNBC. Mm-hmm, um, where he entertains uh, small businesses who he can take their products and put them into his restaurants or his hotels and get an auto with them. Uh, maybe it's for beef. Maybe it's a guy who makes um, who makes artisanal shower drain covers or a soap maker or a sheet maker. And he can put them in all these various businesses that he has and they come compete for his business. Mm. I love the show. Don't know why, but that is how I know all this shit about Tillman sure. Frittata. Okay. Tillman Frittata. Frittata, like the food? Exactly. Okay. Exactly. <clears throat> Interesting. Um, so that was big news. What th- else is th- happening? There's the big news, and as an aside, Temple, yeah, by virtue of losing two head coaches in the past month, will basically made six point five million dollars. Six million dollars. Well, that's good for them. <laughs> yeah. So, <clears throat> I mean, that's basically going to pay for their next head coach for two or three years. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Um, I heard it was Bill Cosby from a reliable source. <laughs> the cause, the Temple cause. is his university. It's true. It's true. His alma mater, Philadelphia. Uh, six additional head coaches in the pros were fired. Uh, I haven't heard a whole lot about uh, college coaches aside yeah, from the, the usual Saban Jim, talk. Jim Har- Harbaugh might get some chatter, but whether or not he goes is the, the were, big question. Yeah, people were talking about Temple. Lincoln Riley was the big. All oh, Cleveland's going to get Lincoln Riley because of Baker Mayfield. He just signed an extension, yeah, so that's out. I don't. Mm-hmm. I think. I think all those guys that got fired will just move one seat over. Yeah, pretty much. And just everybody will reset. People, people talk. Uh, people talk about the Bucks trying to talk to Brian Kelly, but that was shot down. Yeah. Um, Pat Fitzgerald from Northwestern said, said hashtag Go Cats. Yeah. To a, another human. Yep. He didn't want to go to Green Bay. Yet. He was on their short list. Um. So we'll keep you updated about that. Um, you free, not anybody oh, listening okay. to this. Okay. <laughs> um, so in, in actual on the field action, mm-hmm. 
Uh, yesterday was a tasty day for mm-hmm. college football mm-hmm. action. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, LSU, UCF, my game of the week. Ah, uh, my game of the millennium. Oh, man. <laughs> UCF's 25 game. Mm-hmm. National championship winning streak uh-huh. mm-hmm. was snapped by LSU mm-hmm. last uh, last night. Um, what was it? 40, 40 to thirty two, I think, something like that. An <clears> eight <throat> point yes. win. That is eight point correct. win, and you know, LSU had by the end of the game, I think nine or ten defensive starters out. Yes. So UCF, the explosive offense, even though they didn't have their starter starting quarterback Kenzie Milton, um, could not. They still they still scored thirty two points on yeah, yeah. UCF second string or LSU second string. I will defense, I will have a couple caveats please. to sort of uh, damper all the buildup you just had for UCF. Uh, seven of their points was on a pick six, you know, good play, but they yeah. did it. So that brings them down to twenty five points against mm-hmm. a team with eight DBs out, linebacker, <laughs> all types of stuff. People just getting kicked out of the game and whatnot. Um, so they had 25 real points, and I, I know I'm stepping on Hankins' true score index here, but uh, they also only finished with 250 yards total of offense. Not good. LSU finished with 550. That's 300 yards difference. So that's LSU. It, it weren't even you were close. Wasn't even also. close. Yeah. Hankins, what, what was your true score index? True score index was 48 to 19 LSU. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> Ed Orgeron. No, not a lot of great time uh, clock management mm-hmm. toward the end of the first quarter, uh, first half. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It really looked like they were trying to hand them the the game um, yeah. with all those the late scores in the in that first half. Yeah, I, I would say t- forty eight to nineteen. Um, where does UCF go from here? Uh, excellent question. So they've had their fun. And they and had their, and chance. you know, they had they had their chance to really knock off, get another pelt on the wall. Um, but all all they've done is just made made themselves to be a mockery. Uh, and I hope people just keep just keep piling on them. Colin mockery. Uh, I mean, they had the chance this year to to get the two for one deal with the University of Florida, and they said no thanks. So I don't know what they're gonna do. They're never gonna get the respect unless they beat good teams. And it's just not going to be there in the AAC forum. Their hardest teams next year are Stanford, Pitt, and Houston. And a sexy date with old Dana down in Orlando. Oh, baby. Mm, mm. Um, and if anybody looks like Orlando, Florida, it is <laughs> Dana Holgerson. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Hankins, does Orlando have like an MLS team? That, oh yes, that these dumb do. fans, the rat bastard, can just go and the rat bastard Orlando City. Um, they are Atlanta's chief rival. Oh, really, wink, wink, nudge, yeah. nudge. That, when 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 we came into the league, they would our they were our closest, defending ML, MLS uh, Cup opponent, defending MLS Cup champion yeah. Atlanta United. They were our closest uh, team to us, and so you know MLS said, "Oh, rivalry week, you'll play Orlando." We took it very seriously, and they've never beaten us. <laughs> are they just the like Orlando FC? Uh, Orlando City. Oh. They're the Orlando City. Do they have like a? That's yeah. their mascot, or their team name is the City. They have a lion as their mascot. Orlando City SC. Yeah. What does SC mean? What is this? A soccer club? At least they're calling it soccer. Yes. I think that's my new favorite team. <laughs> well, those UCF fans can can go and and enjoy some some football. Some football. Um, 
SE, I'd love to get in one dig at Orlando if I could. I will not take long. Please. They have a maniac player named Will Johnson who is a literal crazy person, mm-hmm. um, and they wanted to get rid of him this year. But in true uh, Auburn Tiger fashion, <laughs> played him one game too long, immediately kicked in an extension to his contract. That's awesome. mm. uh, SEC, I think they basically split their games yesterday. Uh, Mississippi State mm-hmm. tried to come back and uh, be unranked Iowa, but those sick kids in the hospital – which is too much, too much waving going on. Uh, Iowa beat Mississippi State 27-22. Yeah, Joe Moorhead, not a good look, man. Not a good look. No, it is not. Especially when everybody was touting him as being fundamentals, fundamentals, you know, discipline, discipline. That was a sloppy yeah. mess of all a game and a sloppy mess of a, a season. Winnable game. All they did was just drop passes in the fourth quarter. It was not Nick good Fitzgerald's final football. game. Yeah, it's going to be a big transition a, next year. I got a theory. Free, what do you think about this theory? Nick Fitzgerald is awful. Agreed. Yeah, he's, he's a C-minus quarterback. <sighs> I think he's overrated. I don't, I don't know about C-minus, but... Well, I, I mean, uh, the, the QB guru is no longer there to coach him up. So it's true. It's he, true. He, really, he really took a step back. He can run, but he can't pass. We got an old fan mullen over here. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, in the VRBO Citrus Bowl. Mm-hmm. Kentucky did everything it could to give the game away to the Fighting Sanduskies <laughs> of Penn State. They were up 27 to 7. 27 to 7, yeah. With like 14 yep. minutes left to mm-hmm. go in the game. They let Trace McSorley march down the field several times, squeaking it out 27-24. Yeah. Um with a broken foot according to the Penn State sideline information. He 100% did not have a broken foot. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Here, I'm gonna say also they were lying just like Jerry um, Sandusky lied to everybody. When, Let's just say everybody. When Trace McSorley uh, scores his touchdowns, he and the kid goes crazy. He's very Baker Mayfield in that sure. way, um, which is fine. I don't have a problem with that. But my God, what if that was? I don't know. Haskins. Insert black quarterback's name here. Um, also, at some point, I looked over and he was literally in the stands or at the. He was at the. At the stands, talking to his girlfriend. During the game? Uh-huh. Mm-mm. Well, you got to maintain relationships, man. Life's about balance. Can't be all about football. Just because the football game's going on doesn't mean you have to pay attention to it all the time. <laughs> I know. Ask, uh, ask what's his dick from the Jaguars. <laughs> um, <clears throat> no more Benny Snell, I believe, for Kentucky to fall back on. I think Kentucky's going to take a nosedive next year. Um, Probably both so. Sides of the ball. They had too much go right for them this year. Yeah. Had a once in a generation uh, defensive player, uh, Allen, and then Benny Snell on offense. It just can't happen. It just it was too good to be true. Uh, they won some games this year. They had no business winning, uh, probably including yesterday. So yeah. it's going to be a step back. It's going to be a weird year next year for the SEC because I imagine Mississippi State will take a step back. Uh, Kentucky will take a step back. So it'll be interesting to see who can rise up. Yeah, winning 10 games for Kentucky, though, is something they should legitimately be proud yep. of. Most people, I would we'll say, 10-win ten season, shut your stinking trap. But, you know, 10 wins at Kentucky is is not nothing. For sure. Uh, good good on them. Good. Benny Smith is a hell of a football yeah. player. He is. Too. He is. He's fun to watch, too. I'm sure he rubs a lot of people the wrong way. You know, he's not a gym rat. Um, not a film guy, uh, not deceptively fast, not a great leader. Not a white guy. Um, he doesn't do – not a white guy. But, like, 
I think that kid. Here's my thing. Here's the thing I liked about him was his in his post game yesterday. He was like, you know, we just I think we did something special here, um, and he he's basically saying without saying it, we did it. What we did is much more special because we were able to do it in Kentucky. Yeah. And he really just sort of accepted who they were and realized that they had overachieved and just kind of reveled in it. And good for him. I think he's going to be a hell of a player in the NFL, too. Yeah, and it really turns up the heat on the other side to Penn State. Uh, Coach Franklin, he's all talk. He's got to back it up at least once. He does that think. thing every week where he like tweets the name of an opponent over and over and over again. Oh, I don't even, I didn't even know he did because, that. Because like, his focus is only on like what's oh. ahead of him. Mm. Which I don't know if that sends the best signal to recruits and <laughs> yeah, just to write the word Indiana for like six days in a row. Yeah, like he's that's not good. This year you lost. Yeah. <laughs> like he tweeted Kentucky, Kentucky, like as much as two hundred and eighty characters would hold. Uh. Um, Rose Bowl action. Ooh, the, the granddaddy, granddaddy, daddy. Urban Meyer's final game. Oh, wait, wait. Final. Okay, oh, I, shit. I hate to interrupt you. Oh, shit. But you saying Urban Meyer has... Are we ready for... Yeah, set off some synapses in my brain sure, for... Your free sense. That we need to do a segment, uh-huh. which is blowing up the message boards, by the way. It's, oh, my God. The message boards yeah, have yeah. never been the same. They 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 just they can't stand it. And they no, need it. They, they want it. it. They, they like it. So, Hankins, hit the theme. I see trees of green... Red roses too. I see them blue from in you, and I think to myself, what a wonderful world. And I think to myself, what a wonderful world. I mean, that theme is just great. It, it juxtaposes <laughs> it really the, the dream language really, really in the What laugh. a Wonderful World. You know, Martin Luther King was all about flowery imagery. So that's that's that part. And then we all know that Michael Myers is the nightmare he of Halloween. Nightmare. That's in so, his movie, Nightmare on... Yeah, he's the nightmare of Halloween. <laughs> Friday the 13th <laughs> Street. Right, right, right. <laughs> uh, so yeah, my... The, Anyway, so the song sets up the, the everyone's favorite I segment. I love it when the voice slows down. The dream or nightmare of the week. Hankins, hit the theme. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so my dream of the week. Uh, so we're talking about the Rose Bowl and Urban Meyer and how it was quote-unquote his last game. Is it really his last game? Everyone says no. I'm going to throw something out to you guys. Shit. We need a head coach in waiting. Oh, shit. And Urban Meyer wins like twelve to thirteen games every year. Yeah, which wasn't good enough to be in the to make it to the playoffs at Ohio State. No, but you win twelve or thirteen games at Alabama. You're in. Baby. You're in, baby. I want Urban as the head coach in waiting. All right, so, now somebody <laughs> ink that. Is that your dream? That's my dream. Okay, of the we'll week. leak it. We'll leak it. Yeah. After we've released it on. <laughs> um, what's your nightmare? My nightmare of the week is. Um, <laughs> Oh, oh, uh, the coach for Washington. He comes in there. He's like at Boise State. He's like doing all the the trick plays, Mm. the Statue of Liberty. I didn't see any imagination last night, baby. No imagination. You were having a nightmare, baby. Where was your sleep at? So your dream and nightmare was both in the Rose Bowl. Both in the same game, yeah. So if Urban Meyer is your head coach in waiting Mm -hmm. for Alabama, 
No more Dan Mullen. Nah, Dan's in. No Dan's more Dino in, Babers. No, no, no. Mm-mm. No Mm-mm. more. Who's the other black coach? Lovey Smith. No, there was a third one. Uh, uh, David Shaw. Oh, yeah, Shaw, David yeah, Shaw. Yeah. No, David yeah. Shaw. No, no, no. Um, okay, so Urban. Those guys are contractually obligated. I don't want to start piddling around with dudes and no, no. getting getting. You hate piddling with dudes. Frito won't buy out. He does not want to buy out. But it is an interesting idea because that guy's a winner. He's the winningest coach, like, percentage-wise. Sure. So, I, you know, I just want to hear what Hankins has to say about that. Would you want Urban Meyer as Alabama's next coach in three or four years? Here's the thing. Here it is. Here's the thing, Free. Hit the theme. In a world without Nick Saban coaching in it, Urban Meyer would be just as dominant as Nick <laughs> yeah. Saban. Mm-hmm. I'm all on board I like it. the I Pontiff like it. train. Mm-hmm. You guys make me sick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hire Meyer. That's that's going to be our t-shirt. Mm. Hire Meyer. Right. Now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Urban Meyer won his final game. I mean, we covered up... Uh, Women abuse with Courtney Upshaw, so we're already in the business, baby. Oh, I forgot about that. Still repping Alabama in the pros. Mm-hmm. With those gloves. Ohio State beat Washington 28-23. True score index is probably like 28, 28 or 35 to 14. Yeah, agreed. agreed. Um, <clears throat> they try to let them back in late, but... Uh, does, Ohio, does Ohio State replicate... Anywhere near the success with Ryan Day next year. Ooh. That's going to be the next huge. Year? I think mm. so. Haskins is 50-50 on the draft, year. but why wouldn't you come out when Bear in, uh, in uh, Oregon is yeah. staying? Yeah. He's... So, I don't know. I mean, they'll reload, but... Yeah, I, they also play in a shitty Big Ten. Yeah, I'm going to be much more confident in Ohio State. Uh, their prospects next year over Michigan or Penn State, and they're all in the same division, so it's still Ohio State or bust. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, Penn State lost their literal only offensive weapon. Um, Michigan has no offensive Michigan's weapon. Michigan. Um, they might not have a coach. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Uh, and Ryan Day, though I know it was not the toughest part of the schedule, he he is the offensive coordinator who got that offense going. Yes, he had a great quarterback. That helps a lot. But, I mean, he acquitted himself fine um, in in the first half of the season. So, Serena. I think they'll be fine next year. It's all about recruiting. That's what Urban did. I don't know how great of a recruiter Day is. We'll find that out. But next year, I wouldn't worry too much. Agreed. I'm sure there's another Bosa around, right? They I'm sure there's Bosa's. probably like six or seven more. <laughs> if there's another Cole quit for Tennessee, there's definitely a Bosa for Ohio State. Then there's damn sure another Bosa. <laughs> uh, finally, the Sugar Bowl in Nolens. Nolens, baby. Zydeco. That's me with the... Getting some Gator down there, I do declare. Mm-hmm. Some etouffee. I'm not getting Some crawfish. <laughs> now you're just like all the way French. Um, in in February, what is what is going to be your segment? Is it Fat Tuesday or Sad Tuesday? Oh uh, no, it's going to be something with Valentine's Day. Oh sure, yeah, sure, sure, yeah. sure. Makes sense. Texas against Georgia in the Sugar Bowl. 
not the US F and G. Not sugar the Nokia bowl Sugar Bowl either. It is always the US F and G to me. What was US F and G? Was that an insurance company? I think it was. They were a fucking sugar company. Oh, really? <laughs> nice. United States. Yeah, that's why it was the Sugar Bowl. Uh, fucking granules. Glucose. Of I sugar. Don't know. <laughs> um Texas beat Georgia 28-21. Again, this is one of those games where, I mean, the true score index was probably 35-14. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Talk about shitting the bed, not being able to get anything going on offense for Georgia. Texas's quarterback uh, reminded me of when Florida would play Georgia. Yeah. He lined up and just would run it for 10 yards every play. They could not stop him. They couldn't do it when uh, Tebow did it against them, and they couldn't do it last night either. So it, was a, it wasn't the, the best look for a Kirby a Smart. And we'll get to that one very special stat that Hankins shared with us earlier Ooh. today here in a bit. Uh, Hankins, what did you think of the Sugar Bowl? Man, like, I was perplexed. Like, I just couldn't. All right. So Texas clearly was better than I gave. They took. Yeah. They, they were better prepared. They were better prepared for the game. They were more physical. They were more ready to play immediately. This is not a scenario in which I am saying that Georgia didn't want to be there. Um, I'm not saying that. But I am saying that the fact that we keep seeing this kind of performance from teams that lose conference championship games in which they could have gone to a larger bowl – um, I'm saying there has to be something to that. If we get to say time zones every fucking year, <laughs> then we do get to say that there's some hangover well, to not get. I big don't know. Prize. Texas lost their their conference championship, so I, but yeah. they weren't going anywhere if they had won. Oh, okay, all right. I, I, I you know I what get I mean. It. Like I get it. they weren't playing for it all. But at, at any rate, at any rate, Texas just out physical Georgia. They kept them from running the ball, and so. That whether it's whether it's because Georgia didn't want to be there or because Georgia just came up against some big hard pipe swinging ends, um, that's what happened. Is Texas just they wouldn't let them run the ball, and also um, Georgia got outrushed in the last two games they played. So there is something to say that when Georgia comes up against somebody who can punch back. They fold up. They found out they came against somebody who could punch back in LSU and got beat by twenty. Um, it really just comes down to yeah, that. Yeah, it was it was weird for me because Fromm clearly wasn't on last night at all, no, and no. I thought they might pull the trigger and put in Fields, but they just did not. I guess want Justin Fields to see the field. <laughs> and Fromm's had, Fromm had some plays <laughs> deep in the third quarter that would have changed that yeah, game dramatically. Yeah. Um, there were I said last night, you know, we were kicking the shit out of Georgia in our group. But I honestly did expect them to – I expected them to come back and win, at least to come back, which essentially they did. But there were a couple times where if they had just scored a touchdown on this drive, I think it would have changed everything. And instead they made Ellering look like Tim Tebow. They did. They definitely did. And they themselves – they honestly did look like Alabama playing Oklahoma in the Sugar Bowl three or four years ago, whatever yeah. it was. Yeah, yeah. Just, um, just the team that wants to be there gets up fourteen nothing, and yeah. the team that doesn't want to be there is just having bad passes and just no consistency it's that, and just it's it's that stuff that uh, I forget who said it a couple years ago, but they they pointed out where every team that Alabama played ended up after they played Bama and acted like we didn't play anybody when. To an extent, there is kind of like a post-Bama syndrome. Yeah, where... yeah. yeah, the two for one. Now, it, it should go away with a month to prepare, but I mean, the thought of the psyche of those Georgia players who... Because on paper, those teams are not... What we saw is not reflective of the talent 
on each team. Um, so it really does come down to execution, which Fromm didn't do and the, his counterpart did. And it comes down to just will and determination. Um, as Pat Dye famously said that year, um, I don't think Georgia's man enough to beat Alabama. And Georgia came out there and kicked the shit out yeah. of us. You know, it, it was that kind of thing where, as Free has stated, it ain't about the X's and O's. It's about the Jimmys and the Joes. And if the Jimmys and the Joes are thinking about that they should have beat Alabama, had them on the ropes, should have won a national championship the year before, should have been in the playoff anyways, and they're tweeting about how shitty Notre Dame is and how much they should be there, it is evidence to me that their focus is not 100% on the game at hand. And that's what happens when your focus is not 100% on the game at hand. You get that ass whooped. Got to show up. And all the barking in the world mm-hmm. is not going to help. <laughs> um, Kirby Smart, in his first three years at Georgia, is thirty-two and ten. That's not bad, seventy-five percent, and probably most most of those losses were in that first year. Thirty-two and ten, uh, yeah. one national championship appearance. Uh, sorry, one one conference champion. <laughs> one conference champion. <clears throat> and two division championships. Sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mark Richt, after three years at Georgia. Oh, my. 32 and 8. Ooh. One conference championship. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Two division championships. Mm. <laughs> Interesting trajectories. Now. Nice guy, too long. <laughs> um. I think Kirby Smart is probably going to keep good players coming in. Oh, recruits. he's going to keep them coming. <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna keep better players uh, coming down the pipeline uh, as recruits than Mark Rick did. I think. Sure, sure. But those that benchmark of identical records, identical win counts. Kirby Smart has two more losses. Than Mark Rick did. That's not a that's not a good sign. Here's here's the problem with here's what's really damning about that stat. Um, that looks like everybody that was ever at Georgia. Yeah. When when Nick Saban came to Alabama after a bad year, we saw a different team. Like it, I don't mean different from the year before. I mean it was different from what we were used to during the uh, monkeys fucking a football era <laughs> after Gene Stallings to Nick Saban. Uh, when Urban Meyer went to Ohio State, we saw a different kind of football. I don't think that Ohio State was wandering the wilderness to the same level that we are. We were. Um, but it was a different brand of football. Georgia looks just like Georgia. Yeah. They're identical to Georgia. They have very strong running back play. They have, uh, in some years, they have a quarterback who is above average. Somehow years they have a quarterback that is about average. They have kind of strong defense, except for a couple times a year. Um, That's how they've looked essentially our whole lives. From Garrison Hurst on down, this is what you can expect out of Georgia. Um, and the only time that that model worked was when they had one of the best three players to ever play college football on their team. Yeah, they were only time it they worked. They were uh, very good when Rick was there, and they should have won more than what they they accomplished. Um, 
And unfortunately, in the early 2000s, they sort of took the SEC by storm, but they didn't have a whole lot to show for it. And then Urban Meyer came, and that was just the end of whatever sort of uh, goodwill they'd built up. So I think a lot of what you're saying makes sense. And I like it. (laughs) I don't know how you get out of that. I mean, the only way to get out of it is you have – because Georgia has been the victim of the super coach. Yes. Yeah. During the way back time. In the long, long ago. They're they're – in the long, long ago, uh, they're building up, and then there's Bear Bryant standing there ruining everything. And then they get their Bear Bryant and Vince Dooley. Well, shit, there's Joe Paterno, who ruins it for him a time or two. And then um, then they, then like you just said, they're, they're rocking and rolling again. There comes Steve Spurrier. Yeah. Then they're getting it back together. Here comes Urban Meyer and then Nick Saban. Um they gotta they gotta figure out who the super coach is. And I know that's crazy to say because that's not something you can just do, but that really is where they are. They're they're a next tier down. I, I heard it put by people who don't like them on Twitter that they're Alabama's arrogance with Vanderbilt's trophy case. <laughs> and that's not far off. Not a lot of I mean, my not God, a lot of hardware. No rings, baby. Look at the talent. Look at the talent that has come through there. It's a lot of talent. Stafford. Stafford's a hell of a quarterback. Aaron Murray was a hell of a quarterback. Jay Green. Um, Garrison Hurst, hell of a running back. Chubb, Gurley, um, all those dudes. A.J. Green. All that talent has hardly anything to show for it. And certainly nothing that compares to the level of what teams have to show for things now. Because as we've stated here many times, um, to even be in the conversation to matter, the number of national championships in the last 20 years has to be at least one, or you don't matter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. UCF. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, you're right. The, and Georgia is lucky because the SEC East, my God, I, I don't know who's going to be the third best team in that conference next next season. I mean, I don't think the answer is Kentucky, but when you look at Missouri, South Carolina, Tennessee, and Vanderbilt, Ugh. I don't know who else is going to be yeah. the third best. Somebody has to not suck. So Georgia has that opportunity, but they got, they got to beat Florida. Yeah. And they got to beat Florida consistently. And they have to beat Ala- they, uh, they have to have the lead over Alabama 100% of the time because mm-hmm. 99% mm-hmm. of the time means <laughs> two losses. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> it's uh yeah it's 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 not easy well uh the only i mean we talked about Manny Diaz uh <clears throat> i was going to last week you talked about uh, uh reporters kind of letting dabo off the hook mm-hmm. ooh golly um, <laughs> i was i was going to i was uh hoping for the opportunity for you to go off on urban and reporters again this this week but apparently you want him as your next coach yeah yeah we're, none of that that stuff he that's mem- in the past the, you know the memory what, yeah. what, he's got the memory Sist. problems yeah, yeah. what's what, sure. what are you talking about uh talked about mark Ray. i just want to point out that week number 4 next year notre dame comes to Athens. yeah they get that return game ooh nice so that'll be, and that could be a referendum on on both that coaches, right yeah. Because uh, yeah. Brian Kelly is going to be walking in with a whole lot of can't win the big one. So, um, mm. but he can sure take it though. Whoa, <laughs> hey Um, after Notre Dame lost last week, and we talked about it a little bit, but um, we, you probably know exactly every single loss that they've had in these New York Six. Uh, oh gosh! Bulls, but sure. 
Did you just say New York City? <laughs> I think I did. It's been a rough week, man. It's been a rough, rough damn week. Um, Notre Dame has lost six, or I'm sorry, eight straight big bowl games. Mm, mm. SB Nation ranks them. Oh, from like most painful or most like... Most painful. Okay. Uh, number eight, 94 Fiesta Bowl loss against Colorado. Oh. It was the least devastating. Only because... Somehow Notre Dame made the Fiesta Bowl at, with a record of six and four. Well, you know, I think back then the the sort of stringency in getting the best teams was, wasn't as stringent as it is now. They just gave it to Notre Dame. Um, to that, number seven, 2015's Fiesta Bowl against Ohio State. They got destroyed, I think, by, oh, it was only like 14 or so. 44-28. Yeah. yeah. Um, number six, 2005's Fiesta Bowl against Ohio State. 2005 Fiesta Bowl. What did they lose by, like, 20? 34 to 20. Uh, uh. Fairly run-of-the-mill defeat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is awesome to say. But that was a Char- Charlie Weiss team that year. <clears throat> yes, of course. And that was the year that uh, Notre Dame almost beat USC in the Reggie Push game in South Bend. Yeah, so. the, the Bush Push. Yeah. 2006 uh, Sugar Bowl against LSU with Nick Saban at the helm. Oh, no, that oh, would no, have no, no, no. He would have been, been less miles. Yeah, yeah, that would have been less miles. Forty-one to fourteen. So yeah, that was still a Brady yeah. Quinn, Charlie Weiss project, and they got destroyed. That was the year before they went three and nine. God, th- see, this is the thing. You know, we talk about wandering the wilderness, Alabama. Uh, you know, and they went what three and eight in two thousand, whatever it was, yeah. Debose's last year. Notre Dame has one of those seasons every six or seven years. They do. They they do. Yep. And then they they come back, and when they come back, they get these money games, and then they. Shit the bed. 2000 <laughs> Fiesta Bowl. Man, they are not good in the Fiesta uh, They the lost Fiesta. to Oregon State that year. That Oregon was, State, yeah. 41 to 9. Oof. They were three-point underdogs. They lost by 32 points. Oof. That was within a Dennis Erickson, I think, was still at Oregon State. God. <laughs> 95 Orange Bowl against Florida State. Uh, I think they lost 31 to 26. 31 to 26 uh, yeah, was the yeah. score. I remember that one. Jesus. <laughs> 2018 Cotton Bowl. That was this past. Oh, this, yeah. 33. And then mm. number one, the most devastating loss. The Alabama one. <laughs> 2012 season's B- BCS championship game against Alabama. They came in with so many accolades. Manti Teo won everything. He almost won the Heisman. He he came in like. Almost won a damn date. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he didn't. Mm. Is, he, he, is his, he still playing for the Chargers? I, I know he got drafted there. He's a Saint. He's a, he's on the Saints now. I believe he's a Saint. Mm. He is a Saint. Mm. <laughs> I can't believe he made up that fake girlfriend. Well, you know, everyone was getting catfished back then. It's true. It's true. You know, that's why they made that TV show. It's true with with Neve. Neve. Yeah, yeah. Um. Well, do we want to get into our? Uh, Let's save the the predictions wrap up until we have a final a final it. final result. We hey. can we can do a little bit of a preview of the championship game. Yeah, you know. how you feeling about that championship game? Well, I will say this. Uh, say it, man. Say it. Clemson or spray it. Your your choice. Sure. Clemson, South Carolina is East Coast time zone. Eastern time zone. Sure. Yeah. Alabama is Central time uh-huh. zone. Uh-oh. The game is Uh-oh. Pacific time zone. We're going two hours. We're only going two. They're going three, and that extra hour of like, you know, uh, what time is it? <laughs> Where is it dark on? Oh, God, it feels like it's 12, and it's only it's... Uh, 7.30. Um, that difference will mean Alabama will win the game. Time zones 
come to roost once again. Oh, I, I hate it when those time zones come to roost. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I do wonder when the teams are traveling out there. Sure, what did it, today is a Wednesday. Yeah. I didn't see anything on the news today about them like taking off the flight. They'll usually no. show them yeah. that sort of thing. Getting off the plane. I think there's a media day Saturday, so that probably means they... I bet you they're traveling tomorrow. Travel tomorrow. So, yeah. yeah. It'll be interesting the to see The time zone's going to F them up, man. <sighs> it's one day per hour. So, let's see. Thursday? If they get there tomorrow, mm-hmm. does Thursday count as one of those days? No, because you get there, okay, and then so you have to spend a day. Friday? Friday. Saturday. Done. Done. Oh, and then Alabama's caught up. Alabama will be caught up. Yeah. Uh, it sounds like Clemson too. If they leave tomorrow, <laughs> if they leave tomorrow, yeah. <laughs> but they're not getting caught up till Sunday, so they're still gonna be a day behind. Yeah, but, and Trevor Lawrence has to uh, like brush his hair like Jan Brady yeah. like fifty thousand times. How are you gonna get that guy out of the ocean? <sighs> Tell me that. That is a that is a surfs up kind of dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm also concerned about the flights. Like, are they connecting in Atlanta, then like Atlanta to Houston, then Houston to San Fran? Surely they have directs. I don't know. Where's your flight? Mine's connecting one time in Houston. That's going to set me back like an hour, oh right? Oh, my God. You're going from Huntsville to Houston to, to San, Fran. San Francisco. Yeah. Interesting. To SFO. SFO, yeah. <clears throat> um, I think there are direct flights from Birmingham. They are, but they are pretty a penny. One thousand dollars, twelve hundred a dollar. That's to go the channel. day of and come back the night of. Yeah, yeah. To red eye that thing, you got to pay a grand. Mm. God, that does not sound like fun. I'm so glad you couldn't get those tickets. <laughs> for us. Well, you can go pretty cheap. It's like yeah, how does it feel that the price that the price is basically well, you know, it's, slashed? It's a donation to the university. I, sure. I hope they get the money. I hope those bowl execs don't oh, get it. You hate they the bowl execs won the night <laughs> the nightmare. Hates bowl execs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nightmare of the week. Last I bet week. you they are padding their pockets because the tickets I think are all sold. They sold for face, and now people are just trying to dump them because. It's hard to get there. It's expensive to get there. Hotels are expensive. Everything's expensive. And both of these teams have been yeah. there multiple times. In yeah, the no last one wants to go to the actual four years. Like, I mean, I, I get that people want to go, you know, but at some point, the same, you can't get blood out of the same stone every time. There's only so much, so many rich alumni. I mean, it's, uh, you know, a lot of these people are the same folks that go to all these things. And goddamn, if you've done this every year, um, <laughs> at some point, if you are a married man and for the last three years you've used your uh, family vacation to go to the championship game, at some point somebody's going to put their foot down and say, motherfucker, I'm going to PCB. And fuck that shit you talking about. And you know that honey-do list gets a little bit longer every oh, that year. honey-do list. <laughs> Honey, do more like honey. Don't talk about it anymore. <laughs> God damn it, Backstroms! If you, I tell you Backstroms. what, I tell you what, Backstroms. Is that a guy's first name? <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm stepping yeah. all over your toes. Traditional South Carolina. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Backstrom yeah. McCovey. Yeah, sure. Yeah, Backstroms. I tell you one something. If I don't take my ass to Myrtle this shit, <laughs> you better hope Dabo's laying up in there. Then get Dabo to cook you the meatloaf. Why don't loaf. you have Dabo make you the meatloaf then? Uh, I got to tell you, Jeff Foxworthy has an amazing bit just like that. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I think I'm going to stick with what I said last week um, and at the beginning of the season. I am saying Clemson Clemson by one point. Do mm. you have any money on this game? Did you have a prop bet on this one? No. I okay. picked. Oh, yeah, I do. So I bet like 
I think twenty bucks for Oklahoma to win it all. because uh, uh. that, that was the best odds. Like sure, for them to win two games. Yeah, yeah. I betcha. Yeah, and then uh, Notre Dame, same. Yeah, and I think I just basically bet enough on Clemson to cover my original bet for uh-huh. all three. Uh-huh. So if Alabama lo- wins, you're good. I'm, you don't I'm, win any money. I, I, I've lost you know fifty bucks or mm-hmm. something like mm-hmm. that. I am fine. I'll pay fifty dollars every year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if Clemson yeah, wins, I break that's even. That's a small fee. Um, um, I think the thing for me, I'm not confident, but I never am. So that throw that out. Um, the thing that I will take some solace in is I think we've come a lot closer to seeing teams comparable to Clemson than Clemson has to seeing teams comparable to. Really? I agree. I would agree okay. on that. Yeah. Um. LSU has an elite defense. Um, Georgia, certainly when they are paying attention, is a very, very good team. Oklahoma, even though they uh, got to the game late last week, um, is a potent offense. That, you know, We did show some signs of being able to stop them. Um, there's nobody on the Clemson schedule that looks anything like Alabama this year. And Clemson has not seen an Alabama team like this one. We have seen this Clemson team. They just inserted a much better quarterback and shored up the D-line. Um, so if there's anything, that that's really the only difference that I see between the two Yeah, teams. I will say, Hankins, now I, I do rag you sometimes for wanting close games that, you know, makes CGM, <laughs> But it has, a, has made Alabama more battle-tested than Clemson going into this game. Uh, Clemson hasn't had a test since they were down to their third-string quarterback against Syracuse like in September. Yep. So that's so that's been been a while for Clemson to actually get on the field and be in a competitive game in the fourth quarter. And Alabama's had it since all the month of November. Uh, the LSU yep. game was still somewhat questionable because two had to play in the fourth quarter. Uh, Mississippi yep. State put in a fight to Alabama where uh, you know it was competitive yep. in the fourth quarter. Um, the all the yeah the that game the Georgia game of course and even the Oklahoma game where Alabama still had to go out there and make plays and Clemson hasn't had to do that so all that close game sort of you know pressure and think about that next time you try to rag Hankins yeah old rag time over here that ain't no rag it's a flag we don't wear it on our heads so your mama Osama so I I do think Hankins point uh, makes some sense is uh, if Clemson is down say 10 points in the fourth quarter can they rally I don't know I ain't seen it yet Trevor Lawrence he's gotta brush that hair well we will leave you with this an episode 103 peaches and cream um, in 11,000 college football games, mm. only two have featured two teams that were 31 points better than the average team. Wow. 2018 Clemson, Alabama in 2006, Texas, USC. Wow. <laughs> oh, and that shit. was a heck of a game. Best game ever to hear some people tell mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. I'm hoping for a blowout. Oh, oh we just going to trash them. <laughs> but that's but just... Alabama would be ruining the sport. Yeah, and then we got to... Just gotta... give them the trophy. Why do we even play? It's the inaugural championship every year for Alabama. It's not fun. We need more access. When? Man, bunch of babies, am I right? Mm-hmm. Now you're racking on them. Episode <laughs> 103 of Throw the Flag. We will be here next week, either entirely happy or entirely sad. Goodbye. Rest in peace, Captain Daryl Dragon, Captain Nintendo.
Headlights burning where you saw. See me taking off. I'm ready to know.